welcome everyone to the Six Pointer Podcast with myself, Rich, and Luke Till, as always. Yes, How you doing, yeah. mate? I'm good. Good I'm to good. see you. Oh, I'm good, brother. I'm good. Yeah, Monday, innit? The week is, um, do you know what I mean? Monday's just come around a little too quick for me. You know what I mean? The weekend's gone by mad quick, man. But um, anyway, we've got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about this weekend. I mean, it's been a quite um, enthralling weekend of football. Action packs, man. Action packs, you know what I mean? So, um, I think we can start off straight away by uh, talking about your game. Palace game scraping to, yeah. a point. Scraping a point. No, I think, to be fair, um, obviously, one over West Ham, uh, London derby. Um, mate, I'll tell you what, what a game, to be honest with you. I mean, if you're a neutral, um, yeah. you're going to love that game. I think we had, same story for Palace, you know, we had... Uh, I think it was like, like, like 26 shots on target. 26 shots at Damini on target. Um, and just can't can't convert them. Um, and, yeah. You know, so I saw um, Ben Peke miss one chance. Well, he didn't miss a chance, but he... He got through on goal. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, through yeah. on goal in the first half, yeah. Mm. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, he came off after about 60 minutes. It's always going to take him time to get back because he's been out for a long time. He's had yeah. surgery. So, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about him. Batshuayi... Probably missed a, a bigger chance. To be fair, when he came on, he, he got last half. Did he start? No, he got last oh, he half. Oh, he got last half. He came off for Benteke. Um, but the biggest miss, obviously, was was James McArthur's, um, where he, he went through on through on goal, and um, it's almost like Fabianski went down, and he's waiting for him to go down again to chip it over him, and he's got mm. caught in two minds, and he's just sort of clip 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 the post instead of like squaring it. Basically, he should have scored. It, 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 it was it was a bad miss, but um, no, it was a, it was a great game to be honest with you. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously, well, I think West Ham deservedly took the lead. I think I I said to my brother, I think they were the better team in the first half. You know, mm. they spent a lot of money West Ham, and you can tell, especially in the in the midfield. Um, I mean, the way they passed it around was was quite quite impressive. It was a battle of the midfielders. There was two blocks of five. We had five. They had five midfield, mm. um, and their five were just better than us. To be honest with you. Or in that first half, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, I was impressed with West Ham when they played us. Yeah, obviously on Monday, Monday yeah. yeah. So um, I thought they had a good chance of getting a result. I mean, so when did you guys get your equaliser? So so uh, it was about fifteen minutes to go when we we got the equaliser. Um, and just after a period of pressure, and also to be fair, there was pressure afterwards as well. Um, but no, it, it, it was it was a sort of a well-deserved sort of bit of Wilf magic, as always. Sort of yeah, managed yeah. to cut in from the left, and it's, it's sort of the, the sort of the classic Wilf move. Where he cuts in from the left, and a bit of luck where he sort of he um, he he hits it, but then he goes over. I think it was Diop's leg and bounces into the net. Fabianski got no chance. Fabianski, I tell you what, I, I rate him. I mean, I saw yeah. him. I think the season we came up, he was playing for Swansea, and I thought, what a player then! You know, he had a blinder against us. Highly rated, he's highly rated. I, I, I really rated. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it goes, yeah. goes back a bit to what we were saying last week: is that these sort of players, you don't play or you don't go to big clubs unless you've got something yeah. about you. You know what I mean? Like, it, and he, he, he's got that. But yeah, the penalty, obviously, that we conceded in the first half. Um, you could argue Patrick Van Arnold should be doing better with that. It's a ball bounce over him, Antonio. Again, another good player. West Ham got a rate Antonio. I think he's a good player. Yeah. Very quick. He won the penalty, didn't he? Yeah, so Aguaita came out and just sort of bundles him over. And yeah, it's just, it's, there's, there's no arguments about that. To be honest with you, that's a stonewall pen. Um, but no, mate, yeah, I mean, so many chances. Um, I think probably a, four, a, a draw is probably a fair result in the end. Mm, but yeah. I just... You, you sort of think that... You know, we wouldn't be... 
looking down if we can finish some chances you know we'd be, we'd be sort of looking at 10th 10th yeah. you know sort of thing and, and it's it's just frustrating it's 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 the story mm. of the Palace season really I mean even when um like uh, last week when we were talking I was saying that um, I thought basically I, I do still believe that you guys are going to be safe and you're going to yeah. be fine but when I actually looked at the league you're only like three points above the relegation zone. Yeah, well, the game, obviously Card- Cardiff got a big result, didn't they? Yeah, Cardiff got a wicked result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which makes close the gap. Southampton obviously losing. Um, I, I t- gave my prediction last week, didn't I? I told you I think I thought Southampton would go down. Yeah, you I did. I tell you yeah. what, I watched the post-match interview of that um, Hassan who did the, 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 the Southampton manager. Hassan. Hassan. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go. And um, I've ne- tell you what, he was so downbeat, and he was he kept saying, you know. You you can't have that many chances and not score and stay in this league. And he said, you said you can't do that and stay in this league about three or four times. You know, and you just yeah. think that I know, obviously, you know, after the games, sort of emotions are high and things like that. But your manager, you don't want your manager going out and saying those sort of things. No, that's true. But I, I do believe it's sometimes just it's reactionary. I mean, yeah, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't re- keep repeating that. But I think it's probably just playing on his mind so much that he's just obviously said it more times than he should have. Yeah. And that, you know, the bottom line is that's true. He shouldn't. Have probably said it as much like you yeah like you're saying but it's true you can't afford to literally miss your chances like this this league is like it'll punish you if you do not take your chances that's what i feel i mean um i got a question what's it like in terms of um and at one point you had uh some hardcore palace fans that were like in the corner of a section in, in of uh sellers park hmm. and i remember hearing something but they got sort of like taken out of that area and the sort of the, the atmosphere had kind of sort of uh, gone down a little bit well, what's, uh, what's, is yeah it? I mean it's, it's, it's probably a, a story too long for this podcast mate it, is it, is it basically what happened is they wanted to move into the middle to be behind the goal because a lot of these European ultras they're behind the goal you look at you look across sort of Europe you see all the all the sort of the main fanatics what they're called all behind the goal aren't they yeah um, so they didn't want to be in the corner they also felt that it would help the atmosphere spread if they were in they create this what they call wall of noise Basically, long story short, um, they threw their toys at the pran a little bit um, mm. because they wanted to move to the middle. Uh, obviously, the people who had season tickets there what, were thinking, well, hang on, why should I move? You know, I've, I paid for this season ticket. You know, I, what, I, you know, yeah, which I, is right. Which I, is I, right. I should have the ability to renew like everyone else in the, in the stadium to, to hold my seat. Yeah. Um, they decided then they weren't going to come to the first, I don't know how many games it was, six, seven games, first six, seven games of the season. I don't know if it was in protest or, or whatever, they fell out with the club. Um, but it's all been resolved now. Um, the people are going to be displaced. There's about 400 people are going to be displaced next season. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get in preferential treatments somehow. I don't know if they're getting a discount on the season ticket or getting it somewhere, somewhere else. Um, and yeah, next season, those Palmer Fanatics will be behind the goal. But they're back now. They're, they're, they're there and you know they're doing their bit. You know They're, they're creating the atmosphere. The thing with me is that I always don't be wrong. I love, I love Palace when they've got atmosphere. Palace has always had a good atmosphere. Yeah, uh, Block B's always been wrong, even before the Fanatics. Like, so you rated the best um, fans. Was it last season? Probably, mate. Probably, probably every season. Oh, right. yeah. No, right. No, but Palace always had a good atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this so, there's this sort of fallacy going on that you know there wasn't any atmosphere before these fanatics turned up and that's just it's just not true there was there, there always has been um, Block B has always been a place where you go and make noise like, maybe not as much because you haven't got a bloke banging the drum and singing constantly and this sort of thing but it's always been a good place to, have, to, do, to do that sort of thing so yeah hopefully it will be resolved next season and, and the people being displaced won't be um, sort of too sort of put out and, and they'll be sort of 
appropriately compensated. But at the end of the day, you're still being told to move. And a little part of you's always got to think, well, hang on, the club's then deciding that one th- one fan is better than another. They're yeah. being told, in, its, in a sense. Yeah, in a sense. I think, I, think, yes, I think maybe they are looking at it. I don't think it's right, but, well, that's open to debate. But it's like, if anything, that could make the atmosphere even better and even more sort of... Um, an atmosphere that you know teams don't like to come and visit. I think, obviously, you guys seem like you're going to accommodate it and, and then get the fans. Yeah. Where, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Right? We'll see, we'll see, but hopefully, um, I say, it won't cause too much disruption. But yeah. uh, so, so um, was you happy in the end with that result? I mean, you nearly got a winner. Um, I saw. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had, as I said, we had enough chances. We could, we could have had a winner. Kelly, Martin Kelly had a decent chance from a header. Um, Wolf had a chance at the end. Him, a, bit, a nice bit of interplay but him and Max Mayer came on and he did he actually did quite well it was the first time I was actually really impressed by Max Mayer yeah. I mean you know he got sort of a five ten minute cameo what, what would you say is sort of like is, is from what you've seen what would you say is his main qualities as a player Mayer yeah he's got quick feet he's, he's, he's very good at sort of finding short sharp passes mm-hmm. so if you're in trouble and you're like you've got, you've got sort of markers around you he, he could sort of pass his way out of trouble although saying that I've seen him also do that and then give the ball away quite a lot as well. Um, but I think he's just, he's just got to give, give him time to adapt to the English game. You know, he's played in the Bundesliga for, you know, I don't know, four or five seasons, wherever it's been. Um, he just needs time to adapt. I, I've no doubt he'll be a good player. He's, he's got the quality. Um, yeah, just hopefully adapt and cut out the little errors. And, and there's, there's, there's some potential there between him and, him and Wilf. And it looks good, mate. Oh, no. I mean, uh... I, like I said, I still think that you there's no chance of you guys going down. I think you not need to literally start getting some wins now because um, I think that you guys should be with the quality at your disposal. You should be at least in that top ten for for me. But anyway, goals, that's enough goals are the currency of the game, mate. Goals are everything, you know. That's why the strikers get all the glory. Uh, moving on now, I'm going to move on to Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? And this, um, and this, this is what we were talking about earlier. What is this? The, the, the most exciting title race in, in decades, you said? Yeah, no, I think it's it definitely is shown to be. I mean, I think any the, the team that finishes second will definitely finish with the highest um, points uh, tally for any second place finish in the Premier League. I mean, it is crazy how tight it is, obviously, at the top with Liverpool and City. Um, mm. I was really happy this weekend. Obviously, we beat Bournemouth at home 3-0. And um, one thing I felt like, well, to be honest, I felt like Bournemouth were almost like the perfect team for us to play to bounce back because Leicester and West Ham are both kind. Well, I wouldn't say West Ham as much, but Leicester are more tactically, they're going to sit back. Even West Ham are going to sit back. But Bournemouth, they're not built like that. But like, you know, Eddie Howe, mm. and they've got like some terrible away record. I think it's like 12, 12 defeats in a row. It seems, or... it seems the Bournemouth, they like to play this expansive football, don't they? They and do. That, and, 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 it... that, and that's putting the ball at risk. And especially when you're away from home, sometimes you've got to sort of sit back and then try and catch on the counter. Which I'm yeah. not saying they can't do, but... I mean, there was some bad defending from Bournemouth in, in that game, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, they... That's just the way they're built, which I, I think every Liverpool fan was saying before the game that this is a perfect game because that's how Bournemouth get their points. I mean, they beat Chelsea last week 4-0. Mm. So it shows that whatever they're doing is working, but they need to find a balance. But um, the biggest thing about Liverpool game, which I loved, is that before the game, everyone's talking about Liverpool sort of cracking and there's nerves and there's sort of tension in the, um, sort of like in the stadium and everything like that. And one thing we'd done, which was like, so good. It's like we were straight from the off. We was at Bournemouth. Like mm. we was like, you know, we gave, I think 
we started playing really good football really early. I'm talking about 10 minutes in, we was dominating and we was looking threatening. We weren't just passing the ball about. Um, I thought we were, were wicked in that sense in terms of just the way we were knocking the ball about. And we looked sharp again. And even our, our counter-pressing, when um, Bournemouth were getting the ball, we looked just a couple of yards sharper where we were getting to players quicker. And well, the biggest thing I feel like, the biggest change to our team, it was only... The funny thing, it was only one change that we made from the West Ham game is um, when Yarnum came in for uh, Lalana, mm. but he is just like, and it's proven now. You know, you know, you know, you know what I want to touch on there, don't you? No, no, no. I know you're gonna. We want to, you know, for that that beautiful, beautiful. Lob. Oh, that lob, mate! But, I, um, I love a lob. I love a lob. And yeah, that great. Yeah. I mean, we only talked about Wijnaldum last last week on the pod, weren't we? About yeah, under, underappreciated players. That's we? what I'm saying, and um, he has like shown why he's been our most consistent player because he's. He does so much in there in terms of he could do the dirty work, but one of his real um, good points that is not highlighted enough is that he breaks forward from midfield. He makes his like the third man run. He can carry the ball. Uh, yeah, he can That's carry the ball. To have a ball carrier, yeah. Ball yeah. carrier. And someone who actually just makes runs and takes the uh, defenders out of position. And um, so obviously we get the, the first goal. Um, we can skip over that because I want to get to the second one. <laughs> mate, tell you what, it's not often. You know, what? it's not often that you see a lob these days. I, I don't think you know. I, it's I, true. I, I think I think in top level football, we're 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 deprived of lobs. Well, you know what? That's funny because I think all about like diving headers. You don't see diving yeah, headers anymore. Well, yeah, that, it's well, mad, isn't but it? that's is that. Do you think that's mainly because of the, the the way the rules have changed now? That whenever anyone puts their head down towards a foot or whatever it is, there's all the there's the cry of oh ref, ref, you know, it's dangerous, dangerous tackle, this sort of stuff. And maybe that's part of it. I don't, you um, know what? To be honest, I don't. For me, that's a bit of a myth. I mean, I know obviously yeah, when players do put their head down, it's like you know. I think as well with over the last maybe I don't know. Five, eight years, there's been a few head injuries. Well, not really a few, actually, but I know Czech has suffered that head injury. And, well, that's um, about 10 years now. Yeah, that's about 10 years, but I mean, I think, yeah, for whatever reason, you just don't see as many diving heads as mm. there used to be. And I, I think it's a bit mad the way you just don't or, see that. Or Christian Benteke style basketball kicks, that one that you tried against Fulham. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Christian Benteke scored a banger for us against yeah, United. United it? Yeah. yeah, that was a, a yeah. wicked game, a goal. Tried to recreate um, didn't he? Yeah, no, nah, you know. But anyway, getting back to um, Liverpool, we'll get, we will get to that one now and goal. But like Mane breaks a deadlock. Mane has been just outstanding the last, last four games. He's got four goals in four games. And he's just been, when everyone, like Salah and Firmino have sort of dropped off and they haven't been as good, Mane has stepped up to the plate. So he's done that again for us. He scores a bullet header. It was like a hint of offside, but not really. I mean, I think you've got to give the benefit to the striker and he, he bullets it home. Mm. Um, and now we'll get on to that Wijnaldum goal. Mm. I mean... One thing we've done in our last couple of games as well, we've taken one goal leads and and it's always a case of if you don't score, basically longer it's 1-0 is the longer the ne- the, the opposition are going to get uh, more confident that they can maybe get back into the game. Yeah. But when Yannam scores about, it's about 10 minutes before half time, but this goal is like, a, like it's just beautiful because it's, he makes it look easy, but it's a very hard goal that he scores. Technique. Yeah. Technique, I mean, it's, it's Robertson. Yeah, Kieta wins it in midfield and, and plays it to Robinson. Robinson plays this lovely sort of lofted pass. And um, the way he sort of like his, his first touch is just like wicked because his first touch, he started, kind of kills the ball, but the mm. ball still bounces. But the mm. keeper comes, he doesn't know mm. like what he's going to do. And then like with the outside of his right yeah, foot. To, to, to judge the weight and, and the power of the shot, 
is, is it's, it's, a, it's a real it skill. It was class. Yeah. No, very uh, good, man. And very I good. think... Very impressed by that. Oh, no, it was quality. And, um, you know, if we can have any criticism, or if I could have any criticism on Wijnaldum, I think he should actually score more goals, considering he was an attacking midfielder mm. before he came. I know Klopp's changed his game a lot, but I think he could uh, probably score a few more goals. Um, but yeah, that goal was just outstanding. And that sort of... Goal again? Oh, 100% goal again. Um, so that's like, we're going to half time, it's 2 0, and we look really settled. We look like we're miles the better team. And then within five minutes of the second half, Salah gets the third. And this goal is even, actually, actually, I'm like, no, that is the goal. It's not as good as a lob. No, it's not as good as a lob. It's not as good as a lob, but this last goal was just quality. I mean, I don't think enough is made of um, Kieta's pass because Kieta gets it and he plays it with the outside of his right foot um, to Firmino. And Firmino sees Salah come and he sort of back heels it right into Salah's path. It's just a, it's a quality Good third finish. goal. Yeah. I mean, um, the one thing in that game that did annoy me is we wasn't ruthless enough. Like we should have scored about six goals. It should have been about six nil, but we missed. Like for me, no, you're talking to a Palace chop. fan who should have scored about twenty six goals. No, 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 fair enough, fair enough. But as a Liverpool fan, it's like especially with City's goal difference, it's like we've yeah. got to be more ruthless going forward. Like I think City are now after yesterday's game, they got like. 10 goals plus on us now yeah. which is crazy yeah. um, another thing I'll mention is like, I thought that was a lot of people were saying as well which I think is true is that was Keita's best game in terms of because Keita's one thing about Keita is like I think with the other players sometimes the other players don't know what he's going to do but in this game in particular I felt like he simplified his game so he was just giving it like as soon as he was getting it he was just sort of giving it to the nearest man not doing I wouldn't say he was uh, um, doing just total simple things because Going back to that ball he played for Firmino for the third goal, that was class. That was mm. like, and he was going forward. But what I mean is, I feel like the rest of the Liverpool players now know what he's going to do when he gets the ball. Like he's capable of going past the player, but he seems like he's he's starting to do that at the right times and he's giving the ball at the right times. Yeah. I feel like Keita's basically arrived now, yeah. so that's that's quality. Um, last thing I want to touch on in this game is like Trent Alexander Arnold's back. Poor, um, poor, poor man's Aaron Wan-Bissaka, mate. No, I don't know about that, man. So, you know, I, I ain't going to lie that Aaron wan is, uh, is looking what, mate, good. If, and... I, if AWB doesn't get an England cap in the next sort of, I don't know, six months, it's an absolute travesty. No, of course. He's, he's the, the best performing right-back in the country. He's the best. I think he would... Um, I think... He's got, he's got what's it, Inspector Gadget legs. He's, yeah, the, the, it's ridiculous. I mean, he's one... sliding tackle. And, you know, we were talking about mm. things that aren't in the game anymore. You know, yeah. Lobs and things. Slide tackles. I mean, that, that, that's something which which you don't see it's too much. Sort of been cut out a little people bit. People are too scared to go to ground. You know, for fear of getting a yellow card. It happened in the Palace game actually, where AWB made it made a good challenge and actually got booked for it, which was ridiculous. But to see that sort of stuff, it's, it's almost a throwback, and it's nice to mm. see someone going without fear and, and make those sort of challenges. Especially a youngster as well coming through. I think yeah, what, one thing I love about him, he seems like he's got like a, a really sort of mature head on him, even though he's young, and mm-hmm. and I'm. I don't think I've ever seen anyone go past him. Like, ever. I think, <laughs> like, I think there was a stat out last week uh, that I think six players have, have, have beaten him. On six occasions. Oh, he's gone, that's uh, it. I've gone past him yeah. on six occasions. On six okay, occasions. Okay. And that's, not the, point, that's like the best record in, in Europe. Apparently. In Europe, yeah. No, I mean, he is uh, brilliant. And I, I could see him in a Liverpool shirt at the end of the season. I still actually believe, I still think that Trent is better going forward than Wan-Bissaka, to be honest with you. I think he's got a, a better Yeah, no, delivery. I think I'll give you that. I think Wan-Bissaka, he's, he's almost been told or been stifled going forward. and he, He's got the ability because he used to be a winger. 
and he's been converted to be a, to being a wing back or a right back. But he, that's one thing he probably does does lack is that I get a bit frustrated that he's got the ability to take men on and he doesn't yeah. do it. And and Trent does that. Yeah, no, no, that Trent definitely does that. So it was good to have Trent back, and I feel like. Uh, I mean, everyone was talking about uh, the little wobble we had when we drew with uh, Leicester and West Ham, but you've got to take into consideration. Nearly got beat by Palace, Nearly got beat. I mean, you got just about... You nearly come back into it, but, um, you know, there would have been a bit of wrong for you lot to get anything out of that game. Anyway, um, (laughs) um, going back to what I was saying, I feel like the, the injuries that we had, I don't think, like... We've had three players out of our back four that have been injured, and I think that's played its part in our bad form. But having Trent back is is brilliant, and like I just feel like now we can really push on. We've got like a ten day break till we play Bayern Munich now, so we always say it, mate, don't we? Strength in depth, strength in depth, man. Sign of a good team. No, oh, definitely, man, definitely. Um, so now, anyway, we're gonna I'm gonna move on from Liverpool. We're gonna touch on the game yesterday. I mean, did you see the demolishing that Chelsea received? That was just, you know, I was. Slightly hoping for, like, you know, I mean, even just as a neutral, to be honest with you, all you want to see is a, a, you know, a competitive game. It being 4 0 at half time, obviously, it was kind of killed in the front. 4 0 after 20 minutes? Yeah, I think think, I'll be honest, I watched it, but a second half I sort of watched with sort of half interest. It was sort of Mm. on the background, mainly because of that, because because it wasn't really a composition anymore, and I sort of thought, I can't really, I've got other things to do now, you know what I mean? No, definitely. But no, yeah, I mean, you've got to say, Great performance by Man City. Defensively, there's question marks around Chelsea again. I don't believe all this hype around, you know, Sarri's got it wrong and all this sort of thing. It's just, I, I, Man City are ridiculously I mean, good. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculously good. They're ridiculously good, but Sarri does not help himself in terms of, like... Is he still chewing cigarette butts on the on the well, on, 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 on the sidelines? <laughs> chewing them and yeah, no, nah, I think he's still got his got his uh, filth. Yeah, that's filth. Like just chewing up cigarette butts. But um, the biggest thing that he's doing for me, and I, you know what, it's it's weird because you know they say like a lot of the, the best managers are stubborn in their ways and mm. what they what they like to do and they they don't change and yeah. so, fair enough. Believe in but, the system. Believe yeah. in the system. But one thing that was blatantly obvious, like one thing City are going to do is they're going to dominate position. Yeah. Because they've got so many good footballers, they're going to dominate position. Now, you know that there's going to be a lot of, City are going to have a lot of players running from midfield. So why wouldn't you, like, make sure, like, Kante is like the best defensive midfielder in the world who, he spots like players making runs and he covers a lot of ground. Why wouldn't you get him in there to try and stop that City that city, them city attacks. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't because Jorginho is just not quick enough in that. Like the ball gets played around him too quick. I don't know what you think. Well, Sky Sports had a bit of a field there on Jorginho again yesterday. He seems to be their whipping boy, didn't he? I mean, um, I think, it's, it's, what were they saying? Or just... Well, they they were just saying no, he's not quick enough. He's not. He hasn't got the hasn't got the positional sense. You know, he hasn't he hasn't got that sort of sixth sense that he needs. I, 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 you know, I don't think he's that bad of a player. I, I think he's another one again that needs to adapt in the English game, and it will take time for him to do it. But I don't, I don't think he's as bad as people are making out. Yeah, obviously they were powder puff in the middle, and you needed someone with a bit of strength to, to sort of to break up play a bit more. But when Man City are in that sort of form and they can, when they can smell blood, you know, it's yeah. I, I just think like you know what is very obvious is that he hasn't got the legs. He hasn't got the legs Kante's got, and it's just you know. It's just crazy right? like to, to take him out of his preferred position. To, to obviously that's Jorginho is his guy that he brought from. Well, that's that, that's that's the know. thing, isn't it? I mean, if, if if you're a manager and you bring in a player and you say, "I want you to be my man," obviously, 
even like when he's getting stick, you've got to stick with him. And, and, no, true. and, and you've got to say fair play to, to the manager of sticking with him. But there, there comes a bit where the arrogance becomes a bit too much and you've got to see sense. And it's whether you get to that point, you know, where it's just like, all right, yeah. you know, you're not doing the job that you, we need you to do. I'm going to change it now. Or it's, no, this is the system. We stick to the system and it's a work. Yeah. And maybe, you know, they, I don't know who they got next. Maybe they play next weekend and they win. Yeah, I mean, well, they beat Huddersfield, but everyone beats Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Yeah. <laughs> they're like Get the cut, worst team. Cut adrift now. They are. I feel bad for them. Poor, nah, poor Punch and all. Jason Punch has gone Jason there and obviously he's, 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 yeah. I bet he wishes he was back at Palace, even though... Swing his belt around. Who wants to play at Palace? I was like, no, Jason. <laughs> but um, another thing I feel like we should we should touch on is um, is Sterling. Um, yeah. Sterling has scored and assisted 50 goals since the start of last season. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that's an incredible stat. And it, as much as it kind of hurts me to say that, because I feel Sterling gets stick from Liverpool fans because he left us in our dark days where, you know, we, we kind of needed him to stay with us. Um, yeah. But take nothing away, he's gone to City where he's, he's really won the title once and he, he's, he's gone to, to, you to win to, things. You've got to say for his career it was the right move. For his career, it was, probably, yeah, it was the right move. I mean, you know, if City come calling and Pep, under Pep Guardiola and all that, um, saying that when he signed, it was actually Pellegrini who yeah. was in charge. But um, So what, what, do you, what do you think about Sterling in terms of, I, I feel he's like he's made a, a scapegoat for England oh, and all that shit. Massively. And it's, it's just ridiculous. For me, it's ridiculous. It's, it's like he is su- supremely talented. I think he's the most talented English player we've got. He's a ridiculously good player. And I, 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 I'm the old I, Harry Kane, shall I, I mean, me, me and you have spoke about this a number of times anyway, haven't we? Um, mm. Especially in the summer after the World Cup. I mean, this whole media sort of thing that, that, that's around him, I, I, I don't get it. I really yeah. don't. I don't know why sort of he's... he's I'm going to say he is targeted, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think to me, I feel like they tried to paint him with a brush. I mean, they say he's like a... They tried to paint him with a brush that he's like a young black man mm. that sort of lives this lavish lifestyle and he's got like I think they were saying he's got like gold taps he's got his mum gold taps in there yeah. in her house or whatever like that but it's, it's so far from the truth um, Sterling is I think there was a documentary out last uh, year that I watched a little bit of it and it basically just talks about his struggle with um, how he grew up in London and then how his family didn't have much and yeah. Sterling is a, like a from what even when he came through at Liverpool in the little interviews he gave, he seems like a very humble type of person. Yeah, he does, yeah. But um, even when he got a, a tattoo... Um, oh, the gun tattoo before the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, the gun tattoo before yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. That was kind of like, I think that was um, in remembrance of his father. I don't know. I think those sort of things, you can't really... That's another thing. It's just like a bloke gets a tattoo. Just like... It's, let's it's, let him get on with it, 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 it. It's his tattoo. It's his body. So about, you know what I mean? Yeah, Just like, no, it's like, def- it doesn't need to be on the front page of a newspaper and everyone's saying, oh, you're irresponsible. It doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, it's not like he's doing it, uh, getting out for goal celebrations or, you know, shooting people with it. You know, no, it no, 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 of course. It's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous. Like, I, I, yeah. yeah. It's just so, another reason for people just to dig it, isn't it? But, but yeah, I, I, don't, I, I can't tell you the reason why it is or what, what, what's underlying behind it, but it, it just seems to be maybe in England, um, especially the national team, we need a scapegoat and yeah. the media have decided that it's it's his turn. It's his, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's sort of been a scapegoat for a while, but um, getting back down to just his actual ability, yeah. I feel like he's gone to another level. He seems to be getting in sort of great positions now to just like score. He's, I think he banged about 22 goals last season. It's instinct, isn't it? He's got, he's got that instinct. I mean, he's, he's, he's quick, he can move with the ball, he's got the instinct, he, he can be in the right place at the right time. He is... 
for me, mate, one of one of one of the best players in the Premier League. He's one of the best players. There's no doubt about it. The guy's like got uh, so much ability. But anyway, moving on, we're going to now talk about like a. You know, which was I thought was quite interesting. Obviously, that like Marco Silva going back to Watford, and yeah. he got a lot of hate going back there. Obviously, um, I think did you see the the blow up snake? The snakes, snakes. Uh, it was like the snakes, and they. Yeah. I, 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 I even saw a woman dressed in like a snake coat. Snake it was like coat. Yeah, literally wrapped around it. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, it's a bit silly, but, it's uh, a bit silly, but <laughs> I mean, like I feel like um, it's Panto, isn't it? It's, it's, it's proper football. It's boo hiss Panto. You know, it's, 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 yeah. it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite interesting. I mean, I feel like. Um, since, funny enough, since we got that last minute winner against them at the end of. Uh, you, you trying to claim, you, claim that Liverpool are down for Marco Silva? I'm, no, I feel like they have. We, that, that took it out of them. They, they've, like, they've gone out of the FA Cup to Millwall. They're like uh, five points behind Wolves, who are in seventh, and I think Wolves have played two less games than them. I mean, they are struggling for the amount of money again that they spent again in the summer. Yeah. Um, I feel like basically Everton are not getting what they thought they were going to get. Well, I, th- I think I-, I never thought he was that good a manager anyway. For them to them to go all out and try and get him in the first place, obviously where their, their, their efforts were thwarted. And as with any manager, you've got to give him time to implement his own ideas, his own system. And if you're going to give him money, he's got to bring his own players in. And those players also need time to settle. But that's, this is the problem in, in the modern game in the Premier League is that I think what is it? The tenure, the average tenure for for a Premier League, for a Premier League manager is something like eighteen months now. Is it? Something yeah, like that? something ridiculous something like that. Crazy like that. Yeah. I mean, that's no time whatsoever to implement your system, bringing your players um, to adapt to the game, and actually, yeah. do, by the time you've actually got that, you're out the door. You no, know, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, really, it's true. It's true. I think it's. I feel like um, there's, a, there's obviously there's a lack of patience in the game, like in terms of when fans turn on um, a manager. That's it, isn't it? Or yeah, I mean, I mean. We didn't really touch on the whole um, the whole Sarri thing, but I mean, I feel like he possibly. Do you, do you, do you think they're starting to turn him? I think that outburst that he had when he's coming out and talking about the players. Yeah, I think that's almost like the worst thing you could do. Like, what are you going to get out of uh, hanging your players out to dry in public? I mean, I don't think if you look at all the best managers, um, and I will uh, count Klopp in this because he's he's a great manager. Um, Klopp, Ferguson. Um, well, the only exception is Mourinho, mm. and look where he is now. He's been sacked like last three jobs he's only been sacked. But I think my point is, I don't think you get anything out of hanging someone out, hanging your team. Yeah, team out I, I, I can, I can. Yeah, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Then I, I think there is there is a, a duty of a manager to protect his players and and do that sort of that media guarding from them. But at the same time, when you're frustrated. I mean, because a manager obviously can only do so much. He can only tra- work with them on, mm. on the training field, tell them the tactic, tell them what to do, and then once they cross the white line, that's it. There's very little they can do. I mean, players will—you often see it. I mean, when I've been in, on the touchline of games, play, some players will actively pretend they can't hear a manager's instructions. You know, when they're doing something because yeah. they don't want to. You know, it is, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not saying that 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 people conspiring against him at any, any point, but. I'm just saying that there is that level of frustration, but there's ways of dealing with that frustration. No, true. Where, you do, when, where you maintain your professionalism, especially when you're a manager of one of the top six clubs. And, in the, in the and another point, I think this is like, you know, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but Surrey hasn't won anything as a manager. Like if you're um, Ancelotti or you're um, even Marino, like he can, they can say like, you know, I think for the players... 
will take more shit from a manager who's actually... So you think it's a respect thing? Well, I don't think it's a respect thing. I just think, like, you... The fact that you've come out and you've hanged your players out, but you actually, in your career, you haven't won anything. I think the players might look at him and think, but, mate, you haven't won anything. Like, you actually haven't won anything. So, like... And, and uh, as well... Chelsea have a history. Well, I know it's not a trophy, but he won like manager of the year in, in Italy, didn't they, a couple of years I mean, back? I think that's probably what. There's, there's, there's no but, doubt. I mean, like, there's, no, there's no silverware. Yeah, there's no doubt that he plays good football. There's no doubt in that. I think there's a reason he's got to Chelsea. But, I mean, my thing in my head, I'm just thinking um, the Chelsea players have got a history of down tooling. Where as soon as like they fall out of their manager, I think it happened with. Uh, Moreno, mm. am I pronouncing the name right? I feel like I'm always pronouncing Moreno, Moreno. <laughs> but, um, we know you mean. Moreno uh, and Conte. Mm. It happened with both of them where when the players um, are not playing for the manager, I think it's very obvious. I'm not saying that that was the case yesterday, but I feel like it's a risky thing him doing that with this Chelsea um, group of players. Yeah. Because I feel like they, there's a, there's, it's like there's a history, there's a, it's not a coincidence that every time they fall out with the manager, results go bad and they literally start falling off. I mean, well, as we, as they started we, this season good, but look yeah. what's happened. Well, as, as with anything, obviously we only know if it was a masterstroke or not, yeah. given the next sort of few weeks and, and how the players react to that. Maybe if they come out and sort of think that, all right, fair enough. Well, they yeah. said, he said that like two weeks ago and they've just been battered by wow. <laughs> 6-0, but... Um, Anyway, moving on from that, I mean, this will probably be more on your... What do you think of um, Cardis, Cardis win? Because that's... Oh, you mate, what, what a game that was, wasn't it? Is it yeah, two, yeah. Two, two injury time goals? Two obviously, goals, Sarah, yeah, Sarah, yeah, I mean, um, Cardiff, Cardiff got a, a, a goal. Um, I think it was late on anyway, wasn't it? We sort of thought, I think it was like 20 minutes to go, 15, 20 minutes to go. Southampton, obviously, in the 91st minute, got the equaliser. I think it was from a corner. Um, and then absolute madness when... when um, I think it was it Sol Bamba got got the last one, wasn't oh, it? In ninety seven minutes. And obviously there's the emotion around but, Cardiff at the moment with, with, with obviously with the, the tragedy around Salah and and um and a few things like that. And and to be fair, I mean Warnock, I mean he he must be almost I mean it sounds bad to say this, but almost relishing that situation in the sense that as a manager, you can use that energy, you know, this tragedy, this way no, to, 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 to channel to, to, that energy to channel, and, and yeah. sort of Build Turn it this, into a positive yeah, whole Build this team mentality of, you know, look, yeah. we've been wronged or we've been done or this terrible thing's happened to us, yeah. but we're going we're gonna to come back stronger and this, that, and that. Yeah. And fair play to Warner, he's a, he's a very good man manager. Yeah. I don't think he's a good Premier League manager, but I think he's a, he's a very good man manager um, and he's obviously using it to his advantage at the moment. Obviously, the test Almost of time like will come. That, that siege mentality. Yeah, yeah. the test like, of time will come if, if, if he can carry it on over the next sort of few weeks. Um, yeah. But... You know, I mean, they've got some results. That I was, I'll, you know. It was a very important game and important result for him. But yeah, very important result. Um, so absolute scene to know when he scored that. Oh no, that, that was crazy, man! So I love to see that craziness. But um, yeah, we're going to move on now from Premiership. We're going to talk about like uh, all of the English teams now in uh, the Champions League. So you got the game on Tuesday, which is uh, I'm looking forward to watching this game. You have got a uh, Man United at home PSG. against PSG and. It's funny how Man United's fortunes have changed so much now that they're like, you know, a few people are actually making them favourites for that game. Um, PSG are missing Neymar, and I think they're now missing Cavani as well. Right. So that's like two of their front three. Um, what, what's your What's your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I I, I might be in a minority here, but I don't think Solskjaer's 
going to be a Man United manager for the ages. I mean, and, and this might make, I'll come back to, to bite me, but I, really, I, I can't see it, if I'm honest. I, I sort of think he's the sort of manager that so he's got the bounce and he's got he's got him playing well at the moment, but I don't think he'll be um, the sort of man to keep going. As for this game... Oh, but mate, t- t- you can't... You can't... Um... Can't knock the stats though, man. Turn oh, no, no, that's, that's yeah, no, he's, he's, he's had the bounce. Don't get me wrong. He's yeah, had the bounce. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's done really well. He's, he's obviously got them playing a certain way, uh, and he's got them listening to him and their and their and their, their, their reaction to whatever he's doing. Um, I don't think it'd be a long time, but concentrating on this game, um, yeah, I think obviously Man United are favourites for this one. I can't yeah. given the given the form, um, but I'm more interested in the one Wednesday night. Obviously Tottenham Dortmund. I think that'll be a great game. That's going to be a cracker. I mean, yeah. um, I don't really watch say that much of the German league but I sort of keep a little brief eye on it and mm. I know Dortmund um, they squandered a three goal lead <laughs> on Saturday is, is, was it Hoffenheim was it 3 free? yeah Hoffenheim yeah it's 3-3 yeah. yeah. in the end and yeah. they were literally freeing up um, you know what I love about this game is I feel like they're two very attacking teams. Yeah. They're very like... It's going to be a good game to watch, isn't it? It's going to be a wicked game to watch. It's going to be an entertaining game. Yeah. Well, you say that now, it's now going to be a new new board draw, Oh, no, let's hope not, man. <laughs> I think, I, you know, you know what will be interesting to see is that Sancho as well, obviously playing at Wembley and like... Yeah. Um, Do you, think you might think, like, oh, this is, my, this is my, my platform, this is my time to sort of shine? Yeah, I mean, I think he's already... Like, the, the funny thing about it is he's uh, keeping out the player that Chelsea signed at Pulisic. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually come in and taken Pulisic's sort of place in the Dortmund team. So, it shows how good he is. Do you know what I'm saying? If he's coming in and he's taking the place of, I think Chelsea signed him for 55 mil, mm-hmm. that Pulisic. Um, so, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I think the Premiership is really, really strong and I, I fancy Tottenham to win this one. I think it's going to yeah. be a tight game. I'll go Tottenham with that. But I'll say, probably about, yeah, I'll say like 2-1 Tottenham. I would go with in that game. Um, and obviously, we're playing like uh, next week. We've got uh, Bayern Munich at home. Uh, we've got Van Dijk, who's going to be out in that, that first leg. So I'm a little bit worried, a little bit worried because. Why is he out? Suspended. Suspended? Okay. Yeah, he's suspended for that first leg. Um, so, yeah, Champions League football's going on. And, yeah, well, um, obviously, obviously, you jump ahead there, but Thursday night, we've obviously Europa Leagues, and you've got a few English teams. You've got Arsenal versus Bate, haven't you? Um, you've got uh, Celtic Valencia, that'll be a good game. Um, shout out to David Hilferty, a Celtic fan. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Malmo playing Chelsea. Um, so that'll be another good game. I, 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 I'm a bit of a, a Scandinavian football nerd, so I like, I like, <laughs> I like, I like Malmo. Um, so yeah, no, mate. This is a good week for football, man. I'm very excited, and of course, all topped off by on on Friday night, the big one, Sunderland versus Accrington, which is live in sky. So. <laughs> Actually, what were you telling me about um, that thing that kicked off in? Uh, oh, the, 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 the Norwich Ipswich derby. Yeah, 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 it all got a bit silly, didn't it? Yeah, silly. it was that, that um, crazy. Paul Lambert. So, so this is something I wanted to talk to you about as well. Like, I, you know, when when a when a ma- when a manager gets sent to the stands or, or sent off or whatever it is or I remember what the coaching team does you very rarely see a referee actually actually brandish a red card but this actually happened to Paul Lambert I mean, <laughs> yeah, the referee, it was, it, it was a bit of a melee like, there was a challenge yeah, yeah. which was close to the Seteco area I think um, Norwich were winning 1-0 at this time this was just for half time and um, sort of a few p- people 
put plough in and, and the way Lambert explains it after the game he doesn't talk about it too much in the press conference but he sort of tries to affect away from it but he said that he won't go allow one of his boys to get bullied so he stepped in obviously he said he saw something someone said yeah, something yeah, yeah. and he you could, you could see the red mist come over him I mean there's, there's a great it's a great picture I showed you of, him, of a policeman holding Paul Lambert back yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's no, just absolutely that, lost it you know he's, he's, he's gone his head's gone he's absolutely lost it <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah the, the referee right. comes over and, and picks out a um, uh, someone who, who considers to be a um, a troublemaker. Can you imagine, from, obviously, obviously, like he's getting called. All they're saying, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Obviously, he was, he was, he was, he was at, um, he was at Norwich, wasn't he? So it's his first time thinking he returned there uh, as Ipswich boss, and obviously, it's his top versus bottom. Norwich at the top of the league now. It's just rooted to the bottom. I think there's something stupid like nine adrift now. Oh, oh it's, it's terrible for Ipswich fans. Um, but yeah, the referee walks up to Lambert. Actually, brandishes a red card, and you know normally you <laughs> no, see him sort of just put, put the arm out and say, "Yeah, you seem to see him literally to point the to the stands, isn't it? They'll be like point to the stands." Oh, brandish a red, red card. card. I mean, I've, I've not, I've, you know, honestly, I've not seen that before. I've, I've seen players on the bench get booked yeah. before they've entered the field. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. I've, seen some stuff I've like never that, seen yeah. a manager get a red card. I mean, what's the point of that? Do you yeah. think the referee's been a bit? I think he's been a bit like um, he, he got caught, up, caught up in the derby atmosphere, maybe. Yeah, they always. Um, there are some referees that do. I do believe that they do like the limelight, or they do like to, uh, you know, appear to be very strong. Like, for example, if it's the home team, they'll try not to give mm. all of, you know, even the fouls that are literally fouls. They'll try not to give it just to prove that they're a strong character. Mm. And and sometimes, you know, at the end of the game, everyone talking about a referee and you know, talking about talk, talking about strong referees. What Mike did, you see his um, his, his sort of performance for the penalty. He sort of put his legs wide and made a stance when he, he gave. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah, love, no, I love Mike Dean. I think he's fantastic. And also, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. he's a Hillsborough hero. He's a Palace hero because um, within like literally the first two minutes of uh, the big game back in twenty second of May twenty ten, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday versus Crystal Palace, which finished two two, and obviously kept Palace up, and we would have gone into administration and been relegated if we'd not um, drawn or won that game. He. Uh, decided not to send off Calvin Andrew for one of the most blatant kicks to the face of Lee Grant it hit you within the second minute um, oh, and for that I love Mark Dean for <laughs> fair enough fair enough um, so we're going to basically finish up by talking about like uh, <clears throat> like next week's games coming up so FA Cup do you want to, you want to touch on the FA Cup mate FA Cup FA Cup lost his passion mate eh? who, who Liverpool got in the FA oh, Cup we ain't got no one in the FA Cup we what went happened out, we went out to Wolves oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Nightmare, we because we um, concentrating on winning the league is it? but there's a, there's a few good games in the FA Cup I mean Friday night was it uh, London Derby I think it's QPR Watford and then isn't it um, wait a minute I thought it was Chelsea May United uh, I think I think that's that's not on, on Friday, is it? No, it's not on Friday. But no, I think then, it's, isn't that in the? In there's, the a, there's, a, there's a South London derby. AFC Wimbledon, Millwall on Saturday, and maybe Sunday is the um, the game. Obviously, Palace are playing on Sunday. We've got Don Donny away. Um, no, wins Man United then. Oh, it's Monday. Maybe it's Monday for Sky. Um, for for must have been BT. Is it at Old Trafford? It's at Chelsea. It was at Chelsea. See, that's a game that Chelsea need to bounce back in. That's a good game for them to bounce back in. I mean, you know, if if um. I tell you what, if Man United go to Chelsea and win, that's another notch, you know, for for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think about I think touch touching on the Palace game, obviously, because we have got Doncaster away. That's a potential banana skin there. Obviously, Doncaster League One. They've got a, a goal scoring um, striker in John Marcus, ex Millwall player. He's bound to score against Palace. Um, 
But I just hope we put out a full strength squad and, and, and do that. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch it because I'll be at Fsberg versus Bronby in, uh, in Denmark yeah, watching Denmark, this, yeah. at exact yeah, same time. Um, and then the you got, you got a bit of Danish in you, haven't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I thought, you know, you've got a strong sort of Dan- like love for Danish. I just love the Super League. I think when they changed the format of the Super League, I think back in 20, 2016, they changed it to make this playoff system. So the, the top six and the, and the bottom eight play different sort of things. You know, you can either go for Champions League and, you know, they play each other, all 14 teams play each other. For regular season, then you, you split into this playoffs. I won't go into it in too much depth, obviously, but it's just the form. I just think it's so exciting, and, okay, and anyone yeah, can beat anyone. And the fact that also down the bottom, the relegation playoffs, that you've got a team which has finished, you know, uh, first or second in 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 the, in the first division, yeah. can play a winner takes all game against a team which is which has finished, you know, third or fourth bottom in the uh, Premier League. Okay, and that game from from that from the lower team, lower league team, and the Premier League team. Whoever wins, wins that game, switches. Imagine that. You know that is fantastic, isn't it? You know that that's the sort of drama I think that the Premier League needs. You know oh, sometimes okay. to, 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 there's, there's talk of all this talk of like a European Super League and breaking away and sod that, mate. Just just do that. This this this, this makes some sort of winner take all games. Let's, let's do that. No, it does sound does sound quite um, interesting. I mean, um, I actually did want to touch on um, Liverpool's game against Man United next because. I think it's a massive game um, away at Old Trafford. Mm. Obviously, we beat them three-one in December, and um, you know the way it's looking. And I'm not so sure that City are going to win every game now. I mean, City. Everyone says City are unstoppable. They said that before Newcastle beat them. Do you know what I mean? So I don't feel like they're going to win every game, but they've got so much quality. Um, yeah. I don't feel like we can afford to slip up, but I do feel, and um, this is a big call for myself, but. I feel like if we go to Old Trafford and win, we win the league. Okay, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I, I was about to tell you then, keep your powder dry on that because we'll talk about it next week, but you've already gone and just, just you, you, no, you've no, gone no. And you, you find your powder over the room. No, mate. I don't know. I'm, I'm putting it out there. No, I'm putting it out there. I do feel like it's a, it's a, a massive game, uh, especially with United and all their fans getting all cocky again and they're like, you know, they're, they're unbeaten under the other guy, the So I think they're 11 games unbeaten. If we go there and win, I think that'll give us the impetus to go on and win the league. It, it'll be it'll be an interesting game, that's for sure, mate, and and, and certainly one that we're we we'll watch with a lot of interest. Um, Who's so your next game? We've got Doncaster away. Oh, Doncaster, in, yeah, in, 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 in the in the, in the uh, FA Cup and in the league. You're going to catch me up because I haven't looked that far ahead. So, that's <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm concentrating the FA Cup, mate. Yeah, FA Cup. The magic yeah, of the yeah, cup. Yeah, magic of the cup. But obviously, that's, yeah. That's, so, um, sorry, I don't feel like that magic is quite there anymore. I feel like it's. Why do they play the semi-final at Wembley? That, that, that ruins it a bit for that me. That ruins it. That's like, what about the, the day out? It, ta- it, ta- day it out? takes away from, from the magic of the final. It does. Bit, and, it? and the reason they say it is to try and get all the fans in as much as possible, isn't it? But that, it's for me, that's just... It's, it's a money-making money scheme. And that's like... Choose money over the, the magic. Yeah. It's just give, give give me Villa Park or you know a neutral ground any, any day. You know, day what I mean? you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, there we are, yeah. anyway, on that note, we're gonna. I'll, I'll, oh. I was going to say that obviously we'll, we'll do the pod next week. It'll be a bit later because I'm going to like a touch. I'm going to Denmark, You're and I Denmark, might yeah. might depend on how many Danish beers I have. Do a couple of like <laughs> of match pods from there. So obviously I'm going to go see uh, on the Sunday. I'm going to go see Efsberg versus um, Bronby. And then in the Monday night, I'm going to see FC Midland, who are the current Danish champions uh, against Alborg. Oh, okay, um, and okay. there will be plenty of Danish beer, 
plenty of hot dogs, sausages, all going down, mate. Uh, pickled herring. I don't know what Danish people eat, but yeah. Um, so we might do a couple of pods, so look out for them. But we will have one next week anyway. Guaranteed to do yeah, one. So we'll be probably, able to... yeah, like at some point next week we're yeah. going to get an next We'll, we'll get together. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, people. And um, we are out. Yeah, have a good week. Thank you.